This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, an appeals court overturned part of Judge Cannon's ruling on the Mar-a-Lago documents. Stacey Abrams claims babies in the womb don't have heartbeats. Hmm. And Gavin Newsom claims Californians fled the state because of Trump's visa policy. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Friday Eve. I know, I get you when I say Friday, because you're like, it's, wait, it's Friday. No, it's Friday Eve. It's just Thursday. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, today's episode is brought to you by Healthy Cell. They've got a bunch of different supplements to help you with sleep focus. They've got a great multivitamin that I take every day. We use all of their stuff. My family does. We all love them. You can go to HealthyCell.com news. Use code news for 20% off of your order over at HealthyCell.com news. I am joined today by Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, which you can find not only on Blaze TV, but also on YouTube, where you need to be subscribed. This is a life or death situation. Please make sure you are subscribed before it's too late. That's the that greatest good? promotion I've ever received. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. Believe. Uh, also joined uh, once again, a, uh, a double dose of Matthew Marsden, actor and producer extraordinaire. Yeah, twice in two days. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, we're happy. We're happy that I, uh, you bother with us. I'm happy that I'm here, and you ask me. So, <laughs> um, all right. So we've got a bunch of stuff to uh, to get into. I want to to get into first, just kind of briefly go through. I know I'm kind of tired of talking about it because this whole Mar-a-Lago scandal, it happened and we were like really pissed off, but now there are continuing events in this court case. Uh, the 11th Circuit of the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals last night overturned part of Judge Cannon's ruling on the Mar-a-Lago documents. Uh, this is a tweet from Caitlin Collins over at CNN. It, she said, in a win for the Justice Department, a federal appeals court has ruled that investigators can continue to to look at documents marked classified and seized from Mar-a-Lago, upending the judge's order over those documents that blocked their work on them. So if you guys recall, uh, Donald Trump's team was working to and had successfully up until this point in the appeals process uh, gotten the DOJ to stop going through all of the documents, all of the things that they had seized. Um, and obviously the DOJ fought very, very hard against that. Trump's defense, or uh, I guess reason, was, well, we think that they have overreached their power and we would like to wait for this special master that you are going to appoint uh, to review these documents rather than the DOJ uh, going through all of my stuff because, I mean, I think Trump would say this is clearly a witch hunt and they don't have a right to, uh, to these documents. What, what do you guys think? 
<laughs> I am just uh, overwhelmed by this at this point. I, I, how many times are you going to go down these roads? I, I just feel like this is just, the, we're just on repeat. We've been on repeat since 2015. It's the same thing, a new scandal, a bunch of accusations, a bunch of leaks from the media or whatever source is involved. And at the end, we kind of find out it doesn't really amount to anything. Mm-hmm. I, I keep coming back to this story in particular in that, like, even if the worst things they say are true, I don't know how I'm supposed to get worked out about it. That he held documents inside of Mar-a-Lago, documents he had already seen as president and knew the contents of. So it wasn't like he was like, you know, mining for information he wasn't supposed to know. Uh, And he was holding them in a place that, let's just say the worst is true. They were reckless that I guess maybe some, I don't know what, a janitor could have gone into the closet and retrieved them. Like, what is the accusation here? I, I don't even understand why this is such a big deal. Obviously, if he was being truly reckless with documents, if that's true, that's not a good practice. But it is not when the grand scheme of things. What we're talking about here is, is this guy going to get elected president again? And no one changes their votes, whether he stores documents correctly or not. There's not one person in America who's like, I know I was I was going to vote for Trump. But then I realized he had those he had those documents in a closet instead of a safe. Like, I, what what world is this that we're even bothering with this nonsense? And the, and the legal back and forth is just it goes on and on and on. And the same story seems to play out with every one of these things that, you know, Donald Trump is never going to be the most precise speaker. He's Mm -hmm. never going to be the guy that they want him to be, uh, where he's going to have everything locked down in every perfect way. That's just not who he is. But we all understand that. It's already been priced in by literally every single American citizen. So at this point, I just don't understand how these stories can build like this. And the intensity and the the certainty from the media that this is the one, this is the one that's going to sink him. It's like this guy allegedly paid two Playboy models and porn stars right before the 2016 election so that they wouldn't tell their story. Right. That didn't do anything. No one even remembers <laughs> that it happened. So document storage is going to be the thing that takes him down. It's completely absurd. It really also, I think, shows kind of like how somewhat clean he seems to be because they've gone through the man's every, you know, every last thing that's happened in his life ever. This is the worst that they can come up with. They're like, this is what's going to get him to go down. You don't you don't screw with the National Archives. Okay? But look, it's it's the same thing with Brett Kavanaugh, right? They're like, he did yeah. this, he did that. He goes, hold hold on, let me go back to my uh, diary that I had in 1986, <laughs> and in the morning of uh, 17th of July, I was having milk with Sarah Connors. It's like like who? I think any of us, yeah. if we were under this kind of scrutiny, something or other would come up. But yeah. but here's the note, Republicans. This is what persistence and relentless mm-hmm. attacks look like. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what they do. It's not about Trump. I keep saying it's not about him. It's about intimidating everybody else because everyone now, and I've, I've had someone say this to me like, hey, listen, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there because they're going to come after me and they're not going to stop and they're going to overturn every single stone until they find the, the teeny yeah. tiniest thing. Yeah. And we don't all have Mar-a-Lago Trump billions of dollars to fight it right mm-hmm. so it's all about shutting us up this is it's it's a pure intimidation technique to shut anyone that, that that is either conservative that wants to run for government any decent person is like oh listen 
I, I don't want to go there. And they just, and like you said, they just keep coming. They just throw it. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it. You know what? I'm surprised they haven't said he was abducted by aliens. He's really an alien, or he's a lizard, or he's this, or he's that. Oh, and we're going to find started. out. Yeah. Don't get them started. <laughs> Darn it. I, you know, it's a great point because if you go back to the Russia, you know, investigation, um, the, the left would constantly point to all of the people in his campaign that they started taking down. And they're like, well, he had this many people who were, you know, convicted. And it's like, yeah, of completely unrelated financial stuff because they took someone who was connected to Trump and went and sifted through all of their personal information until they found something to get them on that was completely unrelated to Trump or the campaign or Russia or anything, but they still did it because they just wanted to get them. So um, I want to go to, you know, this whole thing stems from the conversation about whether or not it did, was it declassified, was it not? And uh, the Trump last night talked to Sean Hannity. Uh, he claimed he had declassified everything and that there is no process necessary for the president to declassify documents. Let's watch that. Is there a process? What was your process to declassify? There doesn't have to be a process, as right. I understand it. You know, there's different people say different right. things, but as I understand, there doesn't have to be. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it <laughs> to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president, you make that decision. So when you send it, it's declassified. We, I declassified everything. I love him. I miss him so much. I would like to say, I'm not sure what he meant by you can declassify it just by thinking about it. But I will say a PolitiFact fact check from 2017 uh, called Does the President Have the Ability to Declassify Anything at Any Time says... Experts agree that the president, as commander-in-chief, is ultimately responsible for classification and declassification. The official documents governing classification and declassification stem from executive orders, but even these executive orders aren't necessarily binding on the president. The president is not obliged to follow any procedures other than those that he himself has prescribed, and he can change those. This is according to uh, Stephen Aftergood, director of the Federation of American Scientists Project on Government Secrecy. They should think about changing their name, because that is quite a mouthful <laughs> for, for a group. Um, but I mean, it's like, it's right there, pre-Trump. Everyone said that a president can declassify whatever the hell he wants at any time he wants. And right here it says, there's, yeah, there's not, not necessarily a process you have to go through. The president can just decide what he wants to do yeah. and then do it that way. The left likes this quote because I think I had mentioned that maybe Donald Trump isn't the most precise speaker <laughs> just, about, just a moment ago. And I think that, you know, like this is a little bit of giving them a soundbite that they probably don't yeah. deserve. Yeah. However, yeah. not only political. Uh, I can do it through telepathy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what he's saying there essentially yeah. is obviously I made the decision to declassify it because I took it with me, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. like, that's there's evidence there to support the fact that he declassified it. If it was still classified, it probably shouldn't have come with him. Now, did he really think about that at the time? I don't know. But the the, the Supreme Court has been pretty clear on this, that the, the you are going to look at this and say and give pretty much deference to the president. I right. mean, it really, that, you know, PolitiFact is pointing out a Supreme Court ruling from, I think it was the 70s where, the, where this was decided. And it's been the, it's been the practice ever since. Um, usually, you can go through a process to try to make it as official as possible. But, you know, in, in, in this case, there have been battles between presidents after they left office 
over and over and over and over again. This is not a one-time thing. This is why this feels so fake. The entire Mm -hmm. democratic power structure and the entire media elite have dedicated their lives to, number one, take out Donald Trump, and number two, which you brought up just a moment ago, intimidate anyone else who would ever try anything. And it's like, it's, it's embarrassing at this point. I'm sick of talking about these scandals. I don't think it, any of this stuff is changing anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Who is looking at this stuff and being like, I don't know. I might go the other way now. Now I might vote for Joe Biden because of these ridiculous <laughs> scandals. It, like you're, You've made your mind up on Donald Trump years ago, and I don't think anybody's changing their mind. Well, I, actually, I wonder if I might disagree with you a little bit. I'm going to play devil's advocate How for a second. Dare you? I'm going to play devil's what? advocate for a second and, and get your take on this, Matt, because I wonder if it might work in reverse where some independents watch them, you know, uh, Letitia James in New York go after Trump civilly because she couldn't find anything criminally to get him on. Now they're clearly after him. And then you have the, you know, you have the January 6th uh, hearings that are going on. And then you have this Mar-a-Lago raid. And it's like, you, you can't possibly, I know, Matt, we talked about this yesterday, but I referred to it, but you can't possibly look at all this and not go like, yeah, he's right, this is a witch hunt. And I, I don't like it. I'm done with it. Well, that's that indicates, though, that people are able to see the truth, as in the truth is presented in front of them. Mm-hmm. And mainstream media is just not doing that for the most part. Yeah. And that's the difficulty. So, yeah. you know, whether you're going to you're going to stumble over someone on Twitter or you're going to stumble over something on YouTube which is going to say, hey, listen, just look at this other point of view. Um, Otherwise, they don't get that side of things. But I do think, because that happened to me recently on Twitter, someone said, you know what, I'm done with this. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, they just keep going. And as an American, I'm because I do believe that Americans, on the whole, are fair-minded people. And they they can clearly see that this is. I mean, how many times have you got to throw muck at the wall before you start saying, "Come on, guys! Like, there's nothing here." And by the way, he's the president of the United States, or was the president is or was the president <laughs> of the United States? Um, come on now, now you're attacked. It's. I've always said this. I've always said about if I was invited to the White House, I would go mm-hmm. because it's the office of the presidency. It's the United States, mm-hmm. and that's. A great honor, regardless of who's it, regardless of whatever you think about the person that's in. And I think this is a similar thing. The other thing is, talking about Americans being fair, what about other presidents that have taken classified documents and people who've had things in their sock drawer? People who've had servers in their houses, which actually mm-hmm. definitely did have classified information or that shouldn't have been there. And that's kind of, oh yeah, no, well, that, that was investigated, really, it was really investigated, was it? And the bleach bit, that was really investigated, and there was a mm-hmm. witch hunt, like, I don't, and yet, you know she's going to run again, right? Like, she is going to run again. <laughs> oh, God, no, it's not. ramping up, you it's think? ramping up. Oh, I yeah, yeah, dude. I hope not. Okay, I'm, I'm, you heard it here. Come I, on. Okay. America, is she going to run again? Okay. I'm asking the question. Okay, I think they've decided it's going to be Gavin. I, I think well, they Oh, have. please let it be Gavin. Yeah. I'm going to be show Gavin has decided it's going to be Gavin. I'll yeah, tell you well, that much. that's uh, true. That's definitely that's true. true. I, I still, I mean, I think the Democrats look at Hillary and think of her as a monumental disappointment. Yeah. And someone they look at as how could you possibly lose that horrible, evil Hitler that's orange or whatever. So they have that sort of, uh, I don't, I think they have a dislike for Hillary. That could be, I could be wrong. I'll be interested it, to see It doesn't happens. mean she's not going to try. Yeah, right. that's true. Right. That's true. I mean, right. I mean, look at how many people have tried on, on the Republican side. Yeah. And like, what? What are you doing? Are you doing? Like, yeah. Nobody likes you. <laughs> and by the way, 
What was the percentage of, of favorability for our now vice president? Oh, God, very, One? very terrible. Yes. <laughs> right? So who would have ever thought that she would have had the goal to run? But politicians have egos, don't they? Yeah, I, I also would like to add uh, to what you said earlier. I would go to the White House if invited, but only to troll Joe Biden, because I think that would be really, really good content. You would go to troll Joe Biden if you were not invited, too. Absolutely. <laughs> if I didn't get taken down by Secret Service. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So uh, the last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that were literally, like, they went to zero. Uh, Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, Chrysler. There were a bunch of blue chip stocks that went to, they went to little or no value almost overnight. I'm just going to say, like, the odds of it happening again, probably pretty likely. And if it did, are your savings protected? You've got to make sure that you diversify in gold and silver. Historically, that has been uh, the best hedge against inflation, which, by the way, is rising like a hockey stick as we speak. Uh, you got to diversify. Birch Gold is there to help you figure out how to do it. They're going to help you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that is underperforming, you can text the word Y to 989898. They will help you convert that into an IRA in precious metals right away. You can text the word Y to 989898. You're going to get a free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. You have got nothing to lose. There's no obligation. Just text the word Y to 989898. At an event in Atlanta, Stacey Abrams claimed the sound of uh, fetal heartbeats is actually, you guys, are you ready? Put your tinfoil hats on, okay? This is actually uh, manufactured sound by men seeking to take control of women. Watch. There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. Ah, so I guess she was referring to uh, Georgia's pro-life law that was passed after the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Uh, the law is the Living Infants Fairness and e Equality Act. It bans abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. Now, gentlemen, of course, this was trending very quickly because there were a lot of very astute people who, uh, I don't know, fact-checked her a little bit. Well, Twitter decided since it was trending to go ahead and fact check the fact checkers because they have a fact check uh, on their their trend here that says Abrams appeared on a panel at an event in Georgia on Tuesday and discussed various state bans on abortion at six weeks. She said and then they, they quote it and they say doctors and scientists speaking with NBC News and NPR confirmed that while a fetus has, quote, cardiac activity at six weeks, a functional heart does not exist yet at this stage. So they confirmed Twitter wanted to make sure that they cover for Stacey Abrams so that you don't think that that little flicker or the little sound that you hear with the Doppler means anything. It's really nothing. It's just cardiac activity still. Fascinating. Yeah. This is just an amazing moment. We all know what it is. Don't be fooled. We don't be fooled. But no, what it no, is. no, no. Uh, don't be fooled. I, you hate women, don't you? You're I just trying not, to take control of women. But like they're trying to back her up and say so. Because we did this a while ago. There was a story from the New York Times that referred to it as a flicker. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I remember thinking, like, what is this? Like, what, what, it's always been a heartbeat. Everyone's it always known like it's a heartbeat. Fetal pole. Y yeah. 
like uh, yeah, fetal pole yeah, activity. Exactly. I think was one of them. Yeah. And so they're trying to manipulate this. You can see this coming from a mile away. Now, of course, people like Stacey Abrams, who's obviously an idiot, has jumped onto this without any knowledge of what she's talking about. What's fascinating though is the debate here. First of all, is between six and ten weeks. So surely Stacey Abrams would approve of a ten-week ban, right? Like it's such an right. obviously fake argument anyway. But the cardiac activity uh, situation here. First of all, cardiac arrest, cardiac activity. We all know that if you put uh, if you if you were able to detect a heartbeat like that with with an adult, you would know that they were alive, right? Mm-hmm. We would all understand this. We all understand that this is the formation of it. It might not be fully formed. Very little is fully formed mm-hmm. at six weeks. But the bottom line is this process has begun. Life is there. These things that indicate life are there. But that is almost a smaller part of her argument. Her argument is that the sound itself is manufactured by men to control women. It is a bonkers beyond no moon landing conspiracy theory that men get in a room and what insert audio files into uh, into, uh, you know, these machines. We are hearing real noise. It is detecting real noise. It is detecting movement and Mm -mm. sound. And whether you want to say it's a fully formed heart or you want to say it's just cardiac activity that makes absolutely no difference to the point that she has accused men of inserting audio into ultrasound machines to control women. That is way beyond anything, <laughs> any any conspiracy theory that anyone on the right has ever had. That's completely <laughs> insane. It's 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 crazier than anything that Sidney Powell ever said. Okay, it's and, and she gets no beating from she gets no. no beating from the media from that. She gets no fact check on that part of it. It's just like, well, we asked a couple doctors and they said, well, it's not really fully formed, so we're going to give her a pass. It's insane, and it shows the difference in the way the media treats people like Stacey Abrams, who also, I might add, is also claiming that she was elected governor of Georgia and she never gets any pushback on that either from the media. Uh, wow. Spoken like a uh, man who's trying to take control of women. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm looking for the guy from Police Academy. He's down there going, pow, 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 pow. I mean, she's so ridiculous. Look, she's either an idiot. Yes. Yes. Or she's disingenuous. Or, true. Uh, can we get both? All, the, all, all, of, the all, all of the above. All of the above. Right? So, what, like, and we wonder why our country is in a mess. Like, we wonder why we have all these issues and people are still voting for these people. This is, this is, look, again, I, I always go back to what I saw growing up, right, in the UK, the way I used to look at America. It was like the smartest people, the, you know, the, the greatest minds, the greatest innovators. You had Reagan. It was just, it was amazing. And you come in and you realize that that now we've got these utter morons, <laughs> you know, that, that wouldn't be able to find their, you know, really struggle to get out of a supermarket, you know, because they don't know, that they're like, I don't know which way to go, how do I get out? I mean, this, <laughs> she's so stupid and so disingenuous. It's, it's mm-hmm. like a real dynamic uh, pairing, mm-hmm. right? Stupid and yeah. disingenuous, yes. right? It's like a, a massive double whammy. Can I, can, I, can I insert one more road into this very dangerous Please. intersection we're talking Please. about? She's very certain. You know, she she's very dumb, yeah. very disingenuous, but also very sure she's right. Yeah. And you, it, what's interesting about the panel is they're all nodding along as if she's making some brilliant point here. <laughs> they're all sure. And the, and the when you have somebody who's really stupid and willing to lie at any moment and also really sure of themselves, it is a te- it's a terrible 
This is a terrible combination of features. It's the type of features you get somebody like that in power. God only knows what would happen to the state of Georgia. This is, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest about it. Probably in the, probably one of the five dumbest citizens of Georgia. (laughs) And they're talking about making her governor. If you walked into any convenience store and then walked through the convenience store to the bathroom, the guy who fell asleep in the bathroom because he was <laughs> hammered last night would be a better governor than Stacey Abrams. Yet here she is, would elevated you, by uh, one of the two major w- parties. Would you yeah, trust her to word. feed your pets? Absolutely not. <laughs> that, that's I'm just, I wouldn't trust her. No. You're t- I mean, that would be absolutely out of the question. I, so I want to bring up, <laughs> as we're talking about, you know, the left, we're talking about the issue of abortion, and the left always likes to say, it, it's not a baby. It's not a baby until it crosses through the magical birth canal and comes out, and then once it comes out, even then, oh, we're not sure the first couple minutes because the doctor and the patient and the mom decide what to do with the baby, and the baby's kept comfortable mm. if you listen to, of course, Governor Ralph Northam. But... Um, I don't know. It seems to me that NBC's Today Show uh, seems to be admitting that those little things in the womb aren't like cantaloupes, but are actually babies because they ran this segment uh, of babies in the womb reacting to different foods eaten by their mothers. Watch. Researchers in Britain wanted to know if babies in the womb react when the mom ingests a flavor of food. And this is what they saw. Do you want to guess what was on the left So the left is a a baby in its resting state. And then on the right, you see how he smiles 20 minutes? The mom ate some carrots. On the left, were they? They were just a resting state. That was a resting, but he liked the carrots. She had like a carrot. So were there other foods? Yes, there were other foods. I'm glad you asked. You want to look at this baby's reaction before? Mom had had kale. So it's interesting because I thought that this was just a clump of cells that didn't have any feelings or or thoughts or it, it just was just this little blob. And here, all of a sudden, it's a baby that has feelings and can taste things and has preferences and probably, I don't know, prefers not to die. What would would the reaction be if they all came back from that wonderful moment and they were all laughing and aw, aw, aw. And then they came back and said, by the way, they aborted the baby five minutes later. What would the reaction be to that? My guess is they would be horrified by it just without being able to catch themselves, right? Because they all know what they're doing. They all know what the reality is here. The fact that this goes on is a miracle, a a miracle of science that we can see this. And this is what gives me hope long term on this issue is eventually we realize how much of a horror show this has been for so many years, how we've lost 63 million babies because we've lied to ourselves and said that's not a child, it's not a living being. Gosh, you know, I, I will say that gives me a little bit of hope, though, to watch that happen, because that's how every human being would react to that. Yeah. It, it would be it's, it's a warm moment. And if you were to say that that baby was killed five minutes later, every person on Earth would feel, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. Jeez, that's, that's so sad. Why would you feel that way? Because you know what's going on. And that's what's happening. Well, that's why they don't want them to go into uh, uh, ultrasounds and see ultrasounds. But, yeah. but I think we're missing a really major point here. Okay. Mothers. Mm. Mm. Mothers, how dare they? Mm. How dare they say mother? That is hate. That is hateful. Birthing person. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a great point, Matt. Thank you. It's also great. I'm I'm just furious about this. (laughs) Yes. We don't know. Was it a guy? We don't know if the guy, it could have been a guy that was pregnant. There's a lot of assumptions. We have a lot of assumptions. I want want an apology and an explanation. (laughs) It does explain the one truth, which is kale sucks. I was just about to say, that was the saddest moment for me was 
that the baby didn't like kale. You're the only person who likes kale. I do okay? love it's kale. It's you. Kale is an abomination. You. Thank you. Thank no, you. I do love kale. What? Yeah, I have a dehydrator at home, and I like I I actually dehydrate kale so I can make kale chips. Oh yeah, what do you put on? Chips. What do you put Bacon? on? Bacon. Olive, just a little olive oil and uh, like salt and so garlic. If, so if you like, the, like if you like the taste of kale, why are you putting all that stuff on it? Because it's disgusting. <sighs> Thank you. We're going to go to break. Okay. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. <laughs> Look, Patriot Mobile is one of the very few uh, conservative companies that is actually putting their money where their mouth is. They also got involved in a lot of uh, school districts in uh, Texas in a lot of those races. And they were super successful at flipping seats, at keeping seats. They are in the fight with you. They are America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. They're taking a portion of your bill and funding conservative causes and candidates who believe in things like the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. They have very, very affordable plans for you, your family, your business, whatever you need. The same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. They all say they all share the same towers, so you're going to get great service, plus you're supporting conservative values with every call. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Get free activation with the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Earlier this month, uh, Gavin Newsom spoke at the Code 2022 conference, and he did concede. Okay, California lost about 182,000 people in 2020, but he said that this mass exodus, what it's not like there was anything else going on in California that would have driven people out of that state. He says it was because of Trump's visa policies. Watch. Are more people leaving California for Texas or leaving Texas for California? Well, we lost about 182,000 folks in the last century. But how do you explain that <clears throat> against the backdrop of those very remarkable statistics you just cited? Um, many factors, and there's been two deep analysis that drives the number one factor, the, most, the, the vast majority, almost the entire amount, impacted because of the visa policies in the Trump administration. Uh -oh. I mean, our formula for success is getting first-round draft choice around the rest of the world. I mean, we're as dumb as we want to be. This whole damn border debate is made up. Oh, it's made up. Woo, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, wow. Just want to just throw out there. Long-term migration out of California did spike during the COVID-19 pandemic. Hmm, wonder why. And uh, Texas was a top destination for people leaving the state, followed by Washington and Florida. So Texas, Florida, California. What were the differences going on at the time? It's a you know, I think there are a few really? um, living here and talking to people around the country every day on radio mm -hmm. and, and, and realizing that, like, they were in hell and we were living normal <laughs> lives, mm -hmm. which was a big part of it. Uh, uh, his analysis seems to be that, like, because the border was tightened, which was, by the way, a COVID situation. Yeah, yeah. 
um, which uh, he was Mr. Tighten, tighten everything over COVID. But if I see one of the borders to be open during that period. Yes. Okay. Well, you want to be well, just COVID is very scary, but not as scary as not allowing illegal immigrants. Illegal in. immigrants yeah, that were a- testing positive at like 20 percent in this. In this well, you don't. Period. But you don't pass COVID when you're illegal. OK, so I'll have to come back to that okay. part of the science. Um, but <laughs> um, but like, I guess he's trying to say, like, well, we lost 182,000 people and they would have been replaced by illegal immigrants. I, I, <laughs> I know. That's why I'm okay. like, wait, what? Or okay, even legal immigrants. Fine. But like that wouldn't that wouldn't explain why people were leaving, leaving. your state like that. that <laughs> it, they weren't like make any it doesn't make any sense at all. He's just reaching there, obviously. And of course, everyone knows the reason he was terrible throughout COVID. He was a, a, a disaster in every way. I wish I could remember John Ziegler, who's, who's you know, been uh, on the radio show a bunch of times. He has this great, he's the only person I know that remembers this. And he has this great stat of, of a statement that Gavin Newsom made about how bad COVID was going to get. And it was like, 50 times as bad as the peak. I, I don't remember what it was. It wasn't a mistake, though. He was just like, if we don't stop this right now, we're going to have 25 million people with COVID in the state. It was some crazy number. And, of course, never got there. Uh, he butchered the response. And so many people left California to come to other states because they couldn't live life. You know, look, we all understand that was a tough period. You know, it was not easy for a lot of people. And there was a lot of crap that happened that we wish didn't happen. But the bottom line was you have to let people make their own decisions and let them live life. You're you're not allowed to delete multiple years of people's lives like that. And that's what he tried to do while he was going out to dinner at nice restaurants. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the reason he almost got recalled. And he's turned this uh, almost got recalled thing into some sort of massive victory. Like you I mean, if eight percent of voters in California changed their mind and went the other way on the recall, he would have been recalled as a Democrat in California. (laughs) It's like a catastrophic failure for any politician. But he's like, oh, well, look at me. This guy wants the presidency so badly. He wants to uh, draw attention to himself. And uh, his record is embarrassing. It's hard for him to run on that, so he's going to have to find something else. Yeah. Uh, Matt, did this story hit a little close to home What for do you? I know about it? <laughs> you know, I mean, what do I know? No, I mean, it's just these people are just absolute narcissists. I think mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Stacey Abrams. When you're talking about how confident she is, it's because they believe their own BS, right? They mm-hmm. believe yeah. it. He was horrible. I literally, I was in Hollywood for 20, 21 years. Mm-hmm. Basically, I I love California as a state. It's very beautiful. I left all my friends and moved to Texas to paradise. I do love it here. Actually, I love my friends here. But it wasn't because of a visa. And by the way, (laughs) nine families from my area near Pasadena, they came to Texas as well. So mm-hmm. it's just, and it's really infuriating. Wait, because, was, it, was that because of the visas? <laughs> I never thought. <laughs> I'm sure it is. No, but look, I mean, so a lot of people don't know this, but they passed, especially in Los Angeles, they passed a law, I believe, that said you can steal up to like $1,000 worth of stuff and you're not going to get prosecuted, right? So you have, you, this is why you have swarms of people, and the media has completely covered this up, just going into stores, ripping a bunch of stuff off and leaving. And this was going mm-hmm. on all the time. And we saw, I can tell you, because on my drive down to my church, it it gradually got worse. The homeless problem gradually got worse and worse and worse. My wife had the police called on her because my kids were playing outside in the park at the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They called the police on my wife and a a group of homeschool moms, you know, and they came up, sirens. And I'm like, 
that was the the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I'm like, I'm very pro police, but I'm like, I'm not doing this. You just you're just enforcing what these clowns are telling you to do. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's a number of reasons. I, look, the main reason why people stay in California is because the weather's perfect. That, that, and that's all nice. that they say, too. That, that's the only thing they're like, yeah, but the weather. I'm like, right, but every, literally everything else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, like, people go, well, you know, the beach. I'm like, do you know how often I went to the beach? You're like, yeah. once a year? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can yeah. do that, and I can go to Florida. Right. I can fly there right. and have better beaches, arguably, right? And not... not have any communism or people <laughs> pooping in the streets or yeah. pooping on your car. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, it's, it is really ridiculous. I mean, even, even Venice. So I always used to, when people come into town, right, I'd, I'd pick them up from LAX, which by the way, it takes me 10 minutes to get to the airport from here. It took me oh at gosh. least an hour. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd go to In-N-Out Burger, which is the greatest burger in the world. And then uh, I'd take him to, do you eat kale? I just, yeah, you eat kale. You disqualify for that. So, and then I take. <laughs> I'll let to, you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I take him to Venice Beach because everyone's like, "I want to see Muscle Beach." You can't go there anymore. It's like a no-go oh, yeah. area. Mm. It's so bad. I mean, it really is looking like Kurt Schlichter's like hellscape of what happened there. I, well, it's true. bad. I, I want to. So we got to go to break, but I, I want to clarify something really quickly. Do, so people poop on the cars too. Mm-hmm. It, that they that, that, on the like, that takes work, that takes That's extra work. It's effort. Hard to do. Hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to climb the car just to poop. That just seems. That seems. Well, not rude. if it's a Prius. That's, that seems really rude. All right, we got to take another break. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Upside. So Upside is an app that you need, yes, you need to download because here's the thing. Uh, inflation's hitting us all where it hurts. And uh, with Upside, you can earn uh, points back, cash back for doing things that you're gonna do anyway, buying gas, uh, dining out, getting groceries, and with every purchase, you are earning cash back. I just did this the other day. You go on the app, it shows you where all of the rewards are that are near you. So I was running low on gas, I went on there, I found the, the gas station that was closest to me, it was right around the corner. I went, I filled up my tank, and I knew that I was at least, I'm like, every time I break the bank, when I fill up my gas tank, at least I know I'm getting some cash back, uh, you know, in response to it, which is way better than getting nothing back. All right, so download the app, go claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside and check in and then get paid. All right, you got to go to, uh, just download the free Upside app and then when you use promo code NEWS, you will, uh, if you get, you'll get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more i know it's very difficult to say five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more using promo code news Yesterday, just of course a few days after 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson was murdered in North Dakota for being what the uh, murderer, I should say alleged murderer, actually called a Republican extremist, Biden posted this video urging Americans to fight back against extreme MAGA Republicans. Watch. Compared to a Democratic rally, we're making real progress. We passed the Inflation Reduction Act to bring down costs, the bipartisan infrastructure right. law to rebuild America, right. the American Rescue Plan to bring our economy back, no. and so much more. But the extreme MAGA Republicans want to take it all back. You know, they're talking about cutting Social Security and Medicare, banning abortion access no. across the country. We need to elect Democrats this November and fight back and keep moving forward for the American people. So join us. We need you. Please join us. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do you need do. all the help you can get, buddy, because uh, that's pretty tone deaf. 
there's a huge movement right now among Republicans to cut Social Security and Medicare <laughs> because the fiscal responsibility <laughs> of those Republicans is just top of mind. When's the last time? I mean, seriously, when's the last time you even heard that from a candidate? Right. Uh, it's been years and years and years. Um, uh, this is obviously pathetic, and the, the media coverage is incredible. I and mean, especially when you compare it, I mean, strikes me to, came to my mind right, right away was the Charlottesville thing where, you know, yep. this guy goes and kills this poor uh, woman. Um, and it was literally the main story for a, a year. I, I don't know. I, it, they still bring up Charlottesville mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, here's a story where basically the same thing happened, mm-hmm. right? A, a political disagreement leads to a car driving over someone in a murder, and it gets no coverage at all. I mean, there was major outlets that literally wrote no stories about it at all, not even a passing news story. Forget what you'd expect if it was the other way around which is an analysis of how Trump is responsible and how every Republican and their Medicare and Social Security cuts are responsible for all of this violence and how this sends such a large message. It's impossible. I mean, the, the, the double standard has been beat to death. I get it. There's never going to be a better example than a guy going to a baseball field and trying to shoot 10 percent of all elected Republicans, which still is just not even mentioned. Right. Like there's never going to be a better example of the double standard than that. But this is yet another piece of evidence on that pile. Yeah, I mean, but we I mean, we keep hearing this increased, heightened. I, I feel like we were talking about this again yeah. yesterday. Matt, yeah. same kind of thing when we were talking about the actual story of this 18 year old being killed. And it's like. That hasn't stopped any of the left. They see the violence happening on their own side, and it hasn't stopped them from saying things like, we got to kill this MAGA ideology. We, we got to, you know, we got to take to the streets. We got to do that. We got to get up in their face. We, I mean, they have been doing this for years now. I mean, should we even be shocked? But then again, to add insult to injury, you've got Joe Biden just two days later calling us, again, extreme MAGA Republicans. Well, it's because they think it's a winning message. That's what they think. That, you know, to alienate and dehumanize half the country? Well, yeah, well, because whoever's like, you know, the puppet master there that's really controlling it, yeah. they think that by keep saying MAGA Republicans, it's somehow going to win for them. But the tr- again, I said most Americans are fair-minded people and they can hear this for what it is. It's distasteful. It's not right at this moment, especially when, when, a, when a, a lovely young man was killed. Um, can you imagine if someone took that speech and Donald Trump gave it? Can you imagine, like, like there would be, mm-hmm. the news cycle would just be like, whoa, you know, he, he's a hateful man, he's this. And like you said, it's, it's weird, it's the Scalise thing as well. Like, they're like, okay, gotcha, well, you know. Anyway, uh, it's yeah. like, no, no, he's a human being. Like, it does, it shouldn't matter that he's not, like, I don't want Democrats to get killed. I don't. I, I, I don't. Other people that I disagree with to get killed. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I don't wish that on them at all. It's the same thing with the vax thing. Right? I hope that those of us that, that kind of held out because we were like this about the vaccine. I don't want what we might think might happen to be true to other people. We don't wish that on. But mm-hmm. I want to be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Wish the best. But but the, it, it really is weird. And what's even more strange about it is they're the ones that think they're compassionate. They're the ones that right. say that, oh, we're the caring people. You don't care, you hate us. And I'm like, you're, they're like, you, you're, yeah. you're, yeah. Right. you're no the right. violent ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I mean, look, I think the standard for holding violence 
uh, to someone who's given a speech should be really high. I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's right to just say, OK, well, you know, Joe Biden made a speech and it's because, you know, because of that, this happened. I don't say he has blood on his right, hands. Exactly. But certainly. What do you expect well, to happen by the standard that they the left has created? Yeah. Clearly, the left yep. is guilty for this. Right. Yep. Like they, they blame every crime on, yep. on they find the person who's who said something and blame it on a Republican. Mm-hmm. That's the way they go. I, I don't think that's a generally a good idea, especially in a country that values free speech. You should be able to use even heated rhetoric and not be held accountable for every terrible thing that someone on your side does. But like they do this all the time. Mm-hmm. They constantly go the other way and they act as if these things don't don't happen. They do. And they should be held to their own standards. Yeah. Amen. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. They also lie about it as well. That's all the time. thing. Like they're yeah. constantly lying about it. Matthew McConaughey, I guess, was uh, desperate for some attention and told attendees at San Francisco's Dreamforce conference uh, this week that he would be arrogant not to consider a White House run in the future. He said, yeah, I'll consider it uh, running for president in the future. I'd be arrogant not to. Absolutely, I would consider it. If I got into any form of politics, I'd be remiss not to also go in as an artist and a storyteller, help put a narrative together. Mm, Yeah. I bet you would. I bet you would. So he fit right in, basically. If he is acting as a storyteller and uh, helping put a narrative together, that's about right. He would fit right in with the uh, the Democrat Party. I love that they're trying to put this on Matthew McConaughey. Like, who in the world would look at him and be like, you know who I want making right. decisions in my uh, state or country? That guy. The dazed and confused guy. Yeah, that's that what guy. That's I want. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. Man. It's interesting because, you know, first of all, I don't, I, you're arrogant to not, to not consider. Right. Yeah, I, I think right. you're arrogant <laughs> to consider it's like, it, like if, if I'm going to run for government, obviously it's going to be the president. Right. It's not going to be the school board or anything like Ew, that. But, the little school board. Uh, uh, I'm going to run for president. Well, yeah. it is. I think it's interesting. I'm sure you, you, you know this better than anybody, but it's like they have no bench. They have a terrible mm-hmm. set of candidates, yet they have every effective communicator on the left. Like, mm-hmm. all the well-known actors, they all can deliver a great freaking speech. We all know they're incredible communicators, and yet they can't take advantage of that and win elections with it. It's got to be frustrating if you're on the left. And they guess McConaughey's the only one who's entertaining it. Do you guys remember when the left said that uh, Hollywood, you know, actors, reality TV stars had no experience, shouldn't run? Yeah. That was cute. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.